BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello and welcome to The Coordinate. I'm Tyler and uh, today I'm going to be talking about Chainsaw Man episode 9 and 10 from Kyoto and Bruised and Battered. Uh, So hey, it's it's been a minute. I kind of missed two weeks. Technically I only missed one and I was like, Bill, I'll I'll do the next two episodes in one episode and then it's been most of that week. Um, Yeah, so what had happened was um, I've been doing a lot of like home repairs and I opened up... um, a wall uh, i opened up all the walls of my son's closet and i'm like okay i'm gonna replace this with some drywall because we live in a hundred year old house and it has like uh lathe and plaster and it was all cracked and gross and i'm like you know what's gonna be quicker just like ripping all this out putting in fresh drywall i can insulate the walls because none of the walls in my house are insulated because that's what it's like living in a hundred year old home and um yeah so i go to do that and then one of the walls doesn't have a floor underneath it <laughs> so there's just this giant gaping hole in my house so, um, yeah, I, I had to fix that uh, before uh, I, I could do anything else because otherwise just like random critters could come into my house. And also we had someone from our home insurance company coming to look like inspector house, like just a random inspection. And yeah, so I had to make it look like not terrible. So I stayed up till like 4 a.m. several nights and yeah, I, I, got, I got it done. But th- that's all that bullshit. <laughs> now let's talk about these two episodes so this first episode did not go like anything like what i expected i expected dingy to get up somehow which did happen himino like used like her last little bit of energy and used the ghost hand to pull his chain i'm not even sure maybe it wasn't even necessarily himino maybe it was the ghost devil itself because it was also dying (laughs) but so his chain gets pulled and I'm like, okay, we're going to have like this epic battle and he's going to fight and kill this sword devil man. And uh, no, he gets his ass handed to him. Like he, he holds his own there for a little bit, but he makes the fatal mistake of assuming this uh, sword man is like, I don't cares about his associates. And so dingy, like uh, tries to use one of them as like a human shield or like, you know, like a hostage. He's like, you know what? If you don't back down, leave, whatever, I don't really know what he wants to happen. I'm going to kill this dude. And then the uh, sword man chops through both of them. And Denji is essentially dead and out of the game. Um, so yeah, they, then they're just like, uh, the sword man turns back into his normal human form. Because he's like Denji, where he can be, you know, a, a devil or a human. He's a hybrid. And they're trying to pull Denji's body into the car. 
And then we flash over to Makama, who is um, dead. There's like people like looking over the train. They're like, yep, there's done dead person here. Looks like it was a gun. Uh, but then those people... Okay, that's what I thought was happening at first. But then those are the people that shot them. And they're like, okay, let's like mix up with like the normies, you know. And then Makama pops up and kills them, presumably, because she comes out alive. And that leads to the question of what is Makama, which we'll address after we learn more about Makama and her powers. And I mean, I never, I always assumed she was some kind of devil or fiend because of her eyes. And I'm pretty sure I'm right on right there. <laughs> so Makama gets off the train covered in blood and she tells like two people that she was supposed to be meeting from, um, I guess, headquarters. I'm not really sure, but they're like two agents from public safety. She's like, hey, there's blood on me. Not my blood. Uh, there was a shooting. Lots of people got killed. Can you go take care of the bodies? And they're like, okay, I guess. Um, previously to her getting there, they're like, oh man, there was a shooting in Tokyo. Has this all been a waste of time? Like, is Makama dead? Like, they are not very caring people themselves. So, that's it's interesting. But, so Makama learns about the shooting in Tokyo, which maybe she already knew about. Um, <laughs> but she asked the two agents to go get her 30 convicts with uh, life sentences or more. So... Do they have capital punishment in Japan? They they have to. Like, as often as I see prisoners get carelessly killed in anime, they have to believe in, like, capital punishment, right? <laughs> um, yep. And then she asked the other person to go and find a temple with the highest altitude and reserve it. So those things collide, and Makama's got all these blindfolded prisoners, and the uh, two agents themselves are blindfolded. They're at a temple. And she has the prisoners, like, like say a name. And then she does this thing with her hands, which, like, pushes them together and twists them. And then it makes, like, some of the um, some of the people that were attacking Dingy, like, uh, not the two main ones. So not the, the snake girl and the sword man. Those two are both okay for some reason. But they're, like, associates that just had, like, guns. Like, she makes them explode <laughs> the first one his head just collapses he's like oh something doesn't feel right he sees a crow and he looks at it and he's like something just feels wrong and then he just completely collapses and explodes like a grape um blood goes everywhere and then they just they just start popping off but she doesn't get the sword man or the uh snake lady for some reason and yeah uh, those two uh are like kamakama still be alive so they like they seemingly know her like they are aware that she has some kind of power uh i don't know if makama doesn't know their names um how does she know all the other people's names I, there's something going on there um at the end this one guy from i think he's from division four I, I don't know he has glasses and he like resigns from being in public safety and he asked Makama, like, how much of this did you anticipate happening? So Makama's in on something. We we don't know what, but Makama's in on something. And as for if she's a fiend or a devil, I think she's a fiend uh, just based on her eyes mainly. Her eyes are weird, like powers. And uh, I remember her mentioning something about powers, horns being like, too noticeable to blend in so i'm curious if she has like tiny little baby horns underneath her hair so like nobody notices yeah that that's that's my prediction but what she's like 
what is she the devil of uh or the fiend of i i don't know uh, grapes <laughs> the fear of like stepping on grapes i don't know <laughs> i'm trying to think of what makes sense like she can control people from a distance but when she's using the prisoners like she doesn't like squish them and then that makes the uh people they're saying the name of get squished so it's not one for one they just follow her dead so yeah i know i can't think of anything really that makes sense for her powers um yeah so anyways this was the real surprise of the episode like i i expected makama to be alive i expected makama to be some kind of like devil fiend something but the real surprise of the episode is that kobini is an absolute badass so the only two left out of the people attacking Denji are the snake girl and um, the sword man. And they're trying to like pull the body back in the car. They're just trying to get out of there. And then they see uh, Kobini and she just like goes apeshit on them. She starts running around. Uh, the snake girl summons her snake and she's like running along it. And the sword man's like, oh my God, she's moving like a monkey. And she, so at that point, he's just a human and he's holding a gun and she chops off his hand, takes his gun and starts shooting them. She just goes like absolutely apeshit and they run away in fear. <laughs> uh, the snake girl throws the sword man into the car and she's like, you could die in here. Let's get the fuck out. Kobini uses Dingy's half a torso as a, as a, like a human shield at one point. And then the episode ends with her being like, <laughs> I'm sorry I tried to kill you a few weeks ago this job's gonna make me crazy when she's very obviously already crazy that woman is insane so that's the end of that episode I'm pretty sure nothing else happened um I guess the only other thing happening is uh Aki's like in the background like sweating or crying or something just being stressed out I don't know where he's hidden I don't know how they don't see him but yeah he's there <laughs> So, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Then the next episode starts with Aki in the hospital, very much like after uh, Dingy fought the Bat Devil. Uh, you know, he wakes up in the hospital with Aki above him. This time, it's the other way around, and Dingy and Power are above Aki, and they start fighting over apples, and Dingy has started to give uh, Power a cute nickname. He calls her Powie, um, which is interesting to me because, like, I thought that would mean, like, you know, like, they're starting to be friends or whatever, which I think they are. But um, later on, Dingy is thinking about the fact that he is not, like, sad at all that Himeno's dead, even though she's the first human who's ever wanted to be his friend. Uh, meanwhile, Aki's crying, and he starts to question, like, am I a shitty person for not caring? And he's like, how would I feel if Aki died? He's like, I'd probably be fine. If Power died. I'd be fine <laughs> if Makima died. I'd be like sad for a bit that I didn't have like all this nice stuff, but you know, I'd get over it. And so he wonders if like, maybe when he lost his heart, maybe he lost his like heart, but, um, 
Yeah, I forgot where I was going with any of that. Oh, yeah, he, he calls her Powie now, which makes me think, like, okay, cool, these two are, like, best friends now. But I guess, like, even if she is maybe one of his closest friends, he doesn't care that much because he would not care if she died. Oh, we also learned that I was wondering where Power was during that fight. Like, I thought I was thinking she was going to be the one to pull Jinji's chain. But no, she just ran away. <laughs> um. So, yeah, while Jinji's having that, like, deep, like self-realization about himself powers in the background staring at a vending machine like oh trying to like get things out of it which i'm sure she could like use her blood to like sneak up through everything and like move some things around and like rip things out or make like a blood coin that'd probably work so anyways when they walk off uh aki gets visited by uh we learn later that it is uh himino's sister i believe and she gives him a letter from Himeno that she had sent, Himeno had sent to her sister. And it's basically, you know, like, more or less what we're supposed to get out of it is that Himeno loves Aki. We already knew that. And Himeno really wants Aki to, like, get out of public safety with her so that they don't die. Because, you know, everyone dies in public safety. And working privately, even as a devil hunter, is, like you get to pick what jobs you take so you can like not risk your life that much um so yeah i guess what we're supposed to get out of, out of that is like aki's supposed to feel worse than he already feels aki pulls out his uh sword from the cursed devil and it's like how much time do i have left and it's like you got two years bob and then he tries to summon the fox devil doing his uh thing where he makes like a fox with his hand and he goes Con. and the fox devil does not show up because Apparently, it's pissed that he made it bite off more than it could chew. Um, yep. So, I assume the fox devil is actually okay, but just doesn't want to be his friend anymore. So, I don't know if we'll see it again or not. But, anyway. So, those two agents that uh, were helping mock him out in the last episode, they come to Aki's room. And <laughs> the, the the guy takes Aki's last apple because uh, Power and Dingy were fighting over the apples. And then Dingy's like, these are my apples. I'm taking these apples. You can have one. You can have one apple hockey. These were obviously like a basket, a fruit basket. Someone left you like being like, I hope you feel better. Um, but yeah, so that guy wants to take his last apple. But they're there to train to coach Aki, which means that it sounds like they're not going to do anything else other than try to get him a contract with a more powerful devil, which is going to require him to give up even more stuff. And like how much Aki's got two years left to live. Like what more does he have left to live? So they take him to like an underground bunker where public safety keeps devils that they capture and he's supposed to meet with a future devil and make a contract with it. And I have a lot of questions about how strong these devils can be if they're in prison and two, how they can help from prison. And are they really in prison if they can like help outside, you know? So like these devils have to be weaker than human devil hunters because... They were able to capture them in the first place and they can somehow contain them but also they're semi uncontained because if you make a contract with them and you can like summon them to wherever you are fight alongside you are they not are they in prison still i don't know maybe we'll learn more about that next time maybe it's a gapping plot hole i, I don't know <laughs> uh but two other public safety people have formed contracts with this devil before and one of them had made them give uh, half their life Aki's got two years. What's one year compared to two? I don't know if that's a lot or a little to give if you only have two years left to live. It's like, hmm. 
Anyways, the other person had to give up two of their eyes, which is all of their eyes. I don't know why I said two of their eyes. Maybe no, it's it's all of their eyes and their sense of smell and taste, which I don't know how easy it is to fight devils without any eyes, but I'm I'm assuming this devil is going to give him the power to see the future or something. So maybe he can see without eyes. Um, so that is where the episode ends, but I'm going to rewind and talk about the other stuff because <laughs> there's a whole other subplot of uh, Aki and Power, what they've got going on. So Makama takes them to meet with um, the guy that drinks a lot that like presumably trained him. I don't think we've ever learned his name. And the moment that he is going to be introduced by his name, he like shuts Makama down. He's like, nope. I've got two questions for these motherfuckers. And he asked, uh, and he asked Dingy and Power how they felt when their friends died or their colleagues, their fellow devil hunters. And uh, Dingy's like, okay, I guess. And Power's like, I thought they died. <laughs> um, yeah. So the next question is, whose side are they on? The devils or the humans? And Dingy answers, whoever's going to take care of him. And Power answers, whoever's winning. So they neither of them feel much <laughs> and then they have no real allegiance which makes uh we learn he decides he wants to be called teacher he's like i like what people call me teacher so you're gonna call me teacher so uh that guy the drunk guy he his name is teacher for now which is god that's so much easier than learning like a japanese name like himino remember bill couldn't say himino for a while and then she's dead and he's never gonna have to say himino again and then he called kobini um kenobi and yeah um i don't know if she's gonna be back or not uh we know we still didn't see she didn't use her um her devil summoning ability she didn't we yeah we didn't see the devil that she has a contract with so i think we will see her again because yeah i want to see what that is maybe she has like a monkey devil maybe that's why she was able to move like that that would be interesting i mean i guess people are scared of monkeys like, if I was uh, with, like, some gorillas, like, in their enclosement, I'd probably be scared of the gorillas. But anyways, what was I, <laughs> what was I talking about? Um, so, teacher is, like, okay, you guys are, like, the perfect students. Like, you're both psychopaths, which me and the devils aren't going to be able to predict what you've got going on in your head because you're both psychopaths. And, yeah, so that you're going to be able to do some some stuff you might be who we need to do this job of killing the gun devil so he is going to train them and the first step of their training is snapping their necks just to see like you know how they're like humans essentially he like uh yeah he snaps both of the necks and he's like okay cool so you're you're both paralyzed good to know that you know breaking your neck makes you you're human in that way that you can't move anymore then he drips some blood in their mouth and they pop back and he's like, okay, cool. So yeah, now, now I know your limits. Now I I've determined that the best way to train you is to uh, fight you, hunt you like your devils. And until you can beat me, we just keep doing this over and over because I'm the best devil hunter there is. So if you can beat me, you have to be the best devil there is. So he kills them like 20 times that day. And then he like, presumably they are like left in this graveyard and have to walk back to Aki's apartment because yeah, that's what we see. We just see them walking into like the, towards the city skyline in the dark and they hatch the most brilliant of plans because they're the two most smartest anime mega characters. And they're like, okay, so 
drunk guys real strong, that means we have to use our brains. But they're both really stupid. So what they do is they create like these home alone traps, essentially in Aki's apartment, using um, Power's blood in like uh, two liter bottles. And so uh, when the coach comes to get them the next day, they like spring their attack and try to stab him with all these blood spears. And then Denji's supposed to sneak up behind him and hit him with an axe. But uh, yeah, Power makes herself anemic. Oh, <laughs> before I do any of this, so they, they're trying to like be smart. So they both put on a pair of glasses and Power puts her hair up. I thought that was hilarious <laughs> because they're both so stupid. Like they're just like, yeah, we're going to put glasses on. We're smart now. We're, we're smart people now. But yeah. So they spring their attack when he comes to get them. And uh, Power tries to spring through the head with a blood spear. And then she has those two liter bottles from upstairs filled with blood, which somebody walked in that hallway. They live in an apartment complex. They walked in that hallway and they're just like, okay, there's like nine bottles of blood outside of my apartment i'm gonna call the police right now um yeah that'd be disturbing but yeah so uh teacher i want to call him coach for some reason but teacher like dodges them breaks them and when digi sneaks up behind him he just kicks him in the face and then he's like okay you guys did pretty good like you know like it's good to see that you can use your brain when you're cornered um He's like, you know what? You did good. You you fell, but you did pretty good. You tried. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. You tried. You didn't really do good. You tried. Um, so we're just going to call it that for the day. Um, yeah, power's anemic because she used too much blood. And did you, you, yeah, I just kicked you in the face. You're down for a bit. So we'll just call, leave it there for the day. And he starts walking off. And Dingy's telling power. They're both laying down. And he's telling her from outside the door. He's like, hey, he said we could just like take the day off. And power's like, sweet, like even that that was worth it just taking the day off and then uh teacher throws a knife through dingy's head and yeah he's like you idiot and that is the episode <laughs> so i am curious to see what happens next we've got two episodes left in this season i'm really hoping the timing works out and if they don't skip uh the week of christmas if there's an episode that week i think me and bill should probably be able to figure something out as far as recording together um yeah we'll see but i i think maybe we can work something out for the finale but yeah we've got two episodes and maybe the next episode's a training episode and then the last episode they fight the gun devil but i don't really see that happening i i could see the next episode being like a training montage and then maybe they meet up with the sword devil again and win maybe (laughs) i don't know I have no clue where this could go. Every episode, I'm like, it ends, and I'm just like, okay, this is clearly where the next episode's headed. Dingy's going to do some badass stuff. And and then that doesn't happen. And instead, you know, the scaredy cat Kobini character, she she is the one who's the badass in the episode. And it's like, uh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. So um, that's all I got for you. If you want to chat with us in the Discord, you can do that by going to probablywork.com slash Discord, assuming I remember to uh, pay for all the stuff for the website, because that's coming up due sometime soon. <laughs> uh, I hope I make it in time. Um, yeah, so go there. If not, we'll have a different link in the show notes. Uh, and, and, and join us, and we can talk about things. 
long before I have time to record about them. But Bill should be back next week to talk to you about episode 11. And then hopefully we'll both be back the next week to talk about episode 12. Until then, don't get uh, shot in the head.